Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, Gorehounds, and welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am your not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing this shit show in. However, I don't bring this shit show in alone. For with me, as always, are my beloved horror homies, and we are back to full fucking staff finally Hell after a yeah. few weeks. And it's good to see everybody's faces fucking here today. And we're going to go through roll call right here real quick. Starting off with that Dark Lord of Knowledge, that Chad Daddy, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? We have the Duke of the Dead, the host with the ghost, the Dean of the Deceased. And I'm sure there's a few more I could probably throw in there. (laughs) But Mr. Steve Vasquez. How's it going, baby? And back who from his hiatus of what, two weeks you haven't been here, Bob? Mm-hmm. We got that killing machine, that beloved meat mountain of ours, Mr. Bobby Amore. Good evening, Rotten Crotches. It's great to be back. Ooh. Yeah. Rotten. <laughs> What's up, Rich? See you over there in the chat. What's Rebecca, I see you watching. What's ah, up, my honey bunny is watching. Hi, honey. She is. Making sure you behave. Uh, <laughs> Making sure you're always best behaving. Behavior. That's right. Today is july 3rd 2023 happy independence day if you are in the u.s happy birthday america america um, for yeah. Yeah. go through the whole fucking mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh fucking hey dude mcdonald's is like the worst fucking like was it not imperialism but whatever the fuck it is like when like you develop something and it just like goes across like that's what we gave to the world was McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Brody does love his KFC, so at least he got He does. Yeah, he that. does. So you know what? Yeah. It doesn't always love him, though. No. It's a greasy bear, dude. 30. <laughs> <laughs> but today we are talking 2010's Daybreakers, which is a movie that was my pick. And if you guys watched it for the show, we're going to discuss maybe it. You know, it doesn't necessarily fit the normal vibes of the show, but it fits in the and more category. We'll get to that in a little bit. I don't First, know, because it had a good bit of gore, too. Yeah, it, it had did. a lot of gore. It, did. it, it did. definitely. Oh, yes. It, for, like, the few scenes that it had it, those scenes were, like, fucking cranked yeah. through the dial. And like, yeah. hardcore. Dude, I could not even get an accurate body count because of all the scenes. No. Like, <laughs> the vampire that soldiers were killed. Yeah. No. That end scene, bro, they just that massacre. No, just could not keep track. There was too many. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we talk about that, we're going to talk about what the fuck we did in the past week. So, uh, Mr. Vasquez, how are your pipes doing, buddy? <laughs> Let's see if I can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your slice of life. Yeah. That was clean. That was, ooh, that was right to the groin. That was clean. Yeah. Fucking A, dude. Ooh. Chad, Daddy, you want to start us off? How you been, bud? Not bad, buddy. You know, didn't really get much done this past week. You know, weather was kind of shitty. Keeps keeps raining off and on. You know, I went from two weeks ago having a dry, almost dead lawn to literally, no joke, a fucking field of mushrooms in my backyard. Hell yeah, dude. Me too. 
<laughs> but I did get one good day that I could mow the yard, so I got that done on Thursday. Other than that, you know, Saturday. Okay, so we were supposed to my we went up to my in laws for a little get together. They had a big cookout uh, every year. They have friends come down from Canada. Uh, they live up by Montreal. They come down. They hunt deer for deer hunting season, which is like right after Thanksgiving. Uh, this year they're going to come down now and also in hunting season. But of course, the day before they leave, uh, Carol, the 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 lady, uh, cut her foot open real bad, so they couldn't make it down. Ouch. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, you know, we still had a nice little get together, had a good time, had some laughs, had some good food, had some uh, had some nice baby back ribs and stuff Ooh, like that. Baby back good stuff. And OK, so yesterday, this is so weird. And yesterday, this week, they announced that the uh, Pluto TV was getting a Godzilla channel and it launched on Saturday. What? They, they not only have a dedicated channel, they also have all the movies on demand. Like all the movies, almost all nine percent of them. There's a few that aren't there. 1985's not on there. Biolante's not on there, but they have oh. the majority of them on demand. Not yet. They're they're getting them. Okay, I was gonna say that, that's literally two of my favorite ones right there. They are getting them. But uh, so last night I decided to try and watch Rodan, which I've actually never sat and watched before. So I sit in there and it's Same. This, this happened twice. Where I was watching a movie once 12 minutes in and once when it was like 12 minutes left, the fucking movie resets itself and starts over from the beginning. What? Yeah. What? And I've had Trump, and I've had Pluto TV do that before. So I don't know if it's just so, you know, it is whatever. I knew where I roughly where I left off. So I did get to actually finally watch it. And let's see what else did I do? So I started playing this uh, Jurassic World game. It's a park simulator on PS5. Which one is it? Is it Extinction? Right? No? Whatever. It's the second one of whatever it is. I don't remember exactly. It might be Extinction 2. It might be. But, uh, so I've just been playing like the, the, the sandbox version where you just build your park and you don't have any set goals or anything. And it's pretty fun. But I think I've already reached the limits of what you can do with it. So I've moved on. Then I watched this movie and that was about all I got accomplished. So, uh, Scuba Steve, you had an eventful weekend. Let's hear about it. Well, let's see. Friday was the girlfriend's birthday, and I took the night off, which I don't take the night off for anything unless it's like an investigation or something. I'll take the night off. Um, but we I took her out. We did. You know, we hung out, went to go watch one of her favorite bands play. And I was adamant I did not want to go to the bar that I work at. She wanted to mm -hmm. go. It's a birthday. I'm not going to tell her no. So she had a couple shots at, at the at the show. Um, I was staying sober because I I was the DD. So I was like, yeah, no, like I, I'm yeah, this is your birthday. I'm going to take care of you. You know, I'll stay sober. That way I can take care of the baby. You know, when we get home, that all went out the window. We had a blast. It was great. Had a fun night. We partied it up. I proposed. We went home. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how he glosses over that. <laughs> he just glosses over that. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I just I, I had the courage in me and I just I, I asked her to marry me. I mean, she's uh she's fucking perfection, man. So I was like, you know what? The time it, it, her friends were there, you know, and, and so it just seemed like the perfect opportunity. And so I threw myself up for a karaoke song, which was Grow Old With You from The Wedding Singer. And I sang her the song. And then after the song was over, she was sitting right in the front watching me sing or whatever. And I was like, hey, so um, you 
you want to get married or what? She said, yes. So she thought I was joking. She's like, are, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking serious. And she said, yes. So we're, uh, yeah. So that was my weekend. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. And then, uh, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? I don't remember what I did. I didn't do much yesterday. I hung out with my grandma and my mom, um, and Charlie, cause Mel had to work. Um, Saturday, I didn't do anything to, you know, nothing really awesome to talk about or anything. Then I got to watch this movie, which I thought I hadn't seen, but I, I had seen it and I was really glad to rewatch this movie. So, um, that's it for me. What about you, Bobby? Well, I have been, uh, gone for the past, uh, two weeks and that's because work was, you know, Hold on one second. I'm just changing. The I say Bob's got a little latency going on here. A little bit. A little bit. So I just changed my uh, camera. So let's see if it uh, works it in. But I, oh, well, work, work literally right? had us stay. Yeah, exactly. Staying away last week. So I couldn't be here Monday. The week before we were working late. So it was all work related as to why I was not here. Because uh, I, when I would watch the show and I wasn't on, I was like, can miss this shit, man. I should not be here. I should be on the show. I was like, there's so much shit I want to say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, at the Chainsaw episode, I was like... <laughs> I know. I was so disappointed. Which I'll talk... I, I, I can literally touch on... I'll touch on it in 30 seconds after I give my thing. Um, you can't but, um, do it in so, 30 seconds. Oh, yes, I can. Don't give me... Anyway. Time, you go long but, um, um... <laughs> so this past week... So this weekend... Uh, me and my girlfriend were, uh, we stayed over at our one friend's house on Friday night. We went out and had dinner with her, my friend Tag. And then Saturday, there was a whole group of us. We went to New Hope and we went and had lunch and just walked around and enjoyed the day. And then yesterday we were, we went and had breakfast with a few friends of ours, walked around the mall and just chilled out and had dinner at her ha- mom's house. Uh, and that was it. That's what I've been doing. Um, I don't know if I showed these here, but I'm doing the Jack Slater cosplay, and I found boots. All right, no shit. Now, now they're not his snakeskin boots. A lot of companies make them, but, like, they don't have them in my size, so I found boots that were just unique and I think would be something that just looks a little more updated. They'll work. And And I found them in my size, and now that I actually like them and I wear them more now, I'm buying more from them. So they're getting plenty of my business. So um, that's literally it. But real quick on that Chainsaw episode, I know I said it in my four-minute video. So the only gripe I have with that movie is Leatherface's look. He looks great. He looks gnarly. The mask looks too cartoony. It looks fabricated. doesn't look like he put it together. Kind of like part two. That's my only gripe with the movie. Other than that, it's probably, yeah, I, one, of the, it's probably one of the most near-perfect, near perfect remakes other than because I, I wouldn't know radius. i wouldn't know about your ex grabs because i couldn't freaking hear it because the stupid computer that setting on the freaking volume which john tried to tell me about and i didn't know exactly what he meant and then i figured <laughs> it out later man i but, called um, that shit right from yeah me. you did yeah you fucking did <laughs> but that was my only gripe with that movie it, the mask looked too fabricated like it looks scary but i'm like ain't no fucking way he made that it looks too goddamn perfect i i feel the same way about part two i still like it but I still feel like man. Do you do you like the perfect. um uh what the fuck it was what the hell's the main dude's name? The boyfriend there. Not Oh Felper. Kemper? Kemper Kemper. Do you like the Kemper yes. mask better? 
I feel like that's actually, more level based actually, actually yes, because because it's it's the first time we see him at this point with a new mask, and he literally just took. He says, "Well, I'm going to wear it, and that's that's what I'm going to do." Fair enough. With, so, but it, like I said, it's kind of like the part two mask. It's it's gritty, but it looks too fabricated. So, but that was my only gripe with the movie. Other than that, it's a near perfect remake because it actually it's very gritty it's got the capture of the 70s it feels like you're in the middle of nowhere yeah they did it right but i love Brody's hot take on it that it was his favorite over I, part one. I, was, I always thought three was his favorite honestly the it might it might be it. but i know he liked that one more than he got it yeah that's fair that's fair man hey man sometimes that's the remakes are sometimes so like the remakes one, are superior yeah some, this is true sometimes you just need yeah, some, yeah, that one's sometimes. No, 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 I'm not talking the, the the thing, not the prequel, the original no. thing, John Carpenter. No, I'm, ta- I'm no, I'm Every. talking. About, he said he said remake of Halloween. I oh, said that ooh, one's a no. very debatable one. Yeah, wow. At least but in anyway, this quad, that's literally that. a split fifty fifty. So, <laughs> but hell yeah, man! I'm glad you have you back home. Well, like I said, it's not to sound like a but. But yeah, it's, it's happy to be back. I'm happy to be here, but we're not here to talk about remakes and all that shit. We're here to talk about what we did and the movie, but that's enough about me. I'm back. Uh, John, uh, give me some of that sexiness. All right. All I'm going to ask for you, sir, is figure out what the fuck's going on with your camera because I want to see your pretty face. Yeah, it's very distracting. I will do that. I want to see your pretty face. You look like I mean, you're the latency, fucking... the latency like... is fixed. Yeah, yeah. Your audio is fine, but you look like you're coming in at like 280p, bro. <laughs> it's fuck... I'm this literally like at old school full... I'm out of mission. Well, what the fuck? You might. Right, you're full refresh. green. Refresh. I'm at, I'm at. All right. All right. So I'm at. I'm at 720. I'll refresh. I'm only 720. I'll be back. Well, so. That's what mine Anyways, is. Yeah. Um, I, I cheaped out. I didn't get that 1080. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, Dude, I got man. this ten, the 1080 camera I have. I think I spent 10 or 12 bucks on it. It was one of Amazon, one of their Prime Day specials a couple years back. Oh, no. oh yeah. I remember you did that. You got like two of them, right? Yeah, and the um, other one's not as good. I mean, I like it, but I think it's I think it zooms in too much, and I can't fix that. That's fine. All right, let's get Bob back in here. What up, buddy? Welcome back. All I'm right. Back. So let's see. What the fuck did I do? Absolutely, really nothing because the weather's been shit. We were supposed to have a cookout. Unfortunately, we kind of canned that because we had. To... My house doesn't hold the amount of people that we had. Like outside, yes. Inside, new. Yeah. Um, and it was just like one of those thunderstorm things, but it's like, you know how it goes. It could go either way, man. It could literally, it says it's going to go all day and it could, or it does it for 30 fucking minutes and it's good to fucking go the rest of the goddamn day. You know what I mean? It's a fucking crash. But it's like 30 minutes of that straight downpour. Yeah. So you just don't know. Dude. Yeah. Like, whatever. So cancel that. So then kind of had like a makeshift one of my parents because they were like, well, we already thought all the food and shit. So fuck it. All right. Whatever. Um, and then honestly, I have just I've been doing just fucking cleaning and gaming hard on fucking MK11, bro. I got my buddy Logan playing with me, man, which has been always fucking like great. We just been going, we've been doing that thing where um, just to choose choose same character. We're like, all right, here we go. Let's see who we go. Best of best of best. Um, but then that, and then. So I started letting my daughter was like kind of sneaking in. I didn't personally care. I think it's Jen's a little bit more adamant against it. But uh, I was watching Scorpion's Revenge while doing my laundry the other day. And nice. she was like, she, you know, she sees cartoons. She's like, Dad, what's this? I was like, ah, oh, it's a movie. <laughs> She's like, oh. And then like 
is literally when like Scorpion's about to rage out on all the Lin Kuei right in the beginning, dude. So I just I'm like sitting back and letting her watch it. And she's just like, Oh wow. She's like, What is this? I was like, It's Mortal Kombat. She's like, Oh, she's like, I could probably watch this, right? And my wife's like, No. She's <laughs> like, Why? She's like, movies are like she's like, it's a cartoon. I was like, yeah, but it's rated R. She's like, cartoons aren't rated R. I'm like, look at the box. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. I was like, says younger me coming in from what? It was just the instantaneous thought of me going back to my youth, watching um, heavy metal for the first I, time. Dude. I knew you were going there. <laughs> Bro, yeah, right? Like, I mean, come on. That's the that's the movie of the 80s when you think R. R-rated horror. R-rated yeah, R-rated, R-rated animated. Yeah, man. You're like animated titties, dude. Fucking A. Still looking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Those don't but, sag. Uh, <laughs> no, man. And then, um, Jesus. But no, just like That's I said, man, horrible. just been doing that. I had a really fucking chill weekend. Um, and then I watched the second Legends movie today while prepping after this movie, watching last night, which I am so excited to talk about and ready so to So you talk watched about. the first two. Are you going to finally get a chance to watch Snowblind? Yeah, I'm just going to go out and buy it because. They they announced the fourth one coming out, which is going to be straight up just Johnny Cage, which I was like, ah, fuck yeah. It, it sounds so, really cool, too. Um, Yeah, I'm all about it. What's up, Gene? And, and you know what, man? Like, I got to say, even though we pooed on the second Legends, I love 95% of that movie. And then the ending just is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and rewatch them all, too, again. Yeah, dude. I mean, fucking Scorpion's Revenge is just like, mwah. that's like the perfect Mortal Kombat well, Snow, movie. When you get to Snowblind, it's just such an oddball movie because you're sitting there and it's, it's like in the future, and you're kind of wondering how things got to be when they the way they are, and then it does explain it at the end, and you'll see. Okay, it'll make yeah, sense. Yeah, so I'm. I, I, that's my goal is to go out and get snow. I want to get the physical because I already have the physical, the other two. So I'm like, yo man, I got to collect the series. So, uh, Gene, I'm the same thing, man. I got to go down the Indiana Jones before I go out and see the new one. Yeah. Uh, I got to do the same thing again. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen the first three enough times that I don't need a refresher. I have not watched them in like probably almost 30 years, dude. I just love watching them. I just had last crusade on just for background noise, like two weeks ago. I haven't seen that one in a while. I'm a temple guy. I'm yes, still real- Temple of Doom is the best. I'm still that reeling off the stunt show, out. dude. So that's the only reason I want to go. I'm like, yo, <laughs> the stunt show is fucking dope. So let's do this. But uh, no, man, I am. Um, I'm ready to talk about this movie, man, which is 2010's Daybreakers. Yeah. And yes. uh, this was a pick that I'm not going to lie. I chose it because I had the physical and I was like, well, I haven't watched that movie in a long fucking time. Let's throw it on the list. Hell yeah. And uh, I'm glad that you guys, two of you didn't see it. And then Steve forgot completely that he saw it. So it was kind of like a, yeah. It was like watching it for the first time. Yeah. yeah. For the first time. Um, You want me to take the plot rundown right away? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, your yeah. pick. Take it. All right. So this shit was released January 8th, 2010 at the end of the darkening. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe still a little bit. <laughs> the year is 2019, not a totally different 2019. Yeah, <laughs> no, not really, not Close. really because it was all right, all right, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get there. I know. Dude, I mean, there's literally a scene where it says it all started with a bat. Yep. 
<laughs> there was. I wasn't even gonna go there, but I, I there was. Now, hold on. About that. Before you get into, there was way too many similarities about there what was. went down in 2019 and 2020. There was. And then we yeah. magically find a cure. <laughs> oh, There's a lot of things about this movie, man. I can't wait to talk about because it just a weird. I mean, it was futuristic at the time, but obviously now it's in the past, but it's one of those. No, like, it's not. It's, it is I'm right here in the fucking present. No, I know. But there's alternate <laughs> things that are definitely still more futuristic in this yeah. movie than what we have. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. Anyways, oh, yeah. so the year is 2019 and vampires make up the vast majority of the population with only 5% of the human race remaining. This presents peculiar challenges as the vampire's food supply, human blood, is dwindling and rationing dwindling and rationing is now the norm there is growing evidence that vampires depraved of adequate blood supply are themselves evolving into wild or devolving yes. themselves into wild vile creatures that attack anyone and anything in order to survive dr edward dalton a vampire and hematologist who works for a pharmaceutical firm has been working on an ar- finding an artificial blood supply that will meet the vampire society's needs he is a sympathetic. He is sympathetic to humans and sees his way, his work as a way of alleviating. Ah, I can't even fucking talk. Alleviating. Jesus Christ, <laughs> a long one, dude. I didn't pre-read. You're getting there. You're getting there. All right, alleviating their suffering. But his views on finding a solution change considerably when he meets someone who find who found a way to transform himself from being a vampire back to a human. Directed by Michael Peter Spierig, Undead mm-hmm. and Jigsaw. Written by Michael and Peter Spierig on Deg and Winchester. Not the Winchesters. No. Winchester. 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 Like 2015, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I think. think okay. Produced by Chris Brown, Komodo, Bate, Sean Frust, The Woods, and Renfield. Brian First, The Woods, and Renfield. Body count. I love it. 74, give or take a few. I you know what? Up. The fact that you even have that. I looked it up because Chad said he couldn't find it. So I went and I looked it up and it said it was probably more. But the uh, the scene where it said it could have been more in the car. Uh, it never shows how many bodies are in it, uh, but they counted the one driver and the one guy controlling the gun. More vampires were probably killed here, but he only counted the ones getting show that they were shown getting killed. So it's really hard to count. They're all in soldier gear, so they're impossible to dif- to differ. Mm-hmm. But right. thirty four of them from entering the lobby, and they all died. So total final tally was seventy four. We'll go with that. Yeah. Hey, man. You know what? I'll fucking. I like it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that includes the people in the cabin. <clears throat> Probably. I would have to include everybody. Cabin. Yeah. Everybody. The the Chang yeah. gang. Fucking. Even the uh, the the man bats like so five dead bodies and a decapitated head in the cabin so that he counted mm-hmm. six there. Yo, I can't wait till we get to talk about this because that scene like threw me for a loop because I was expecting something and I was like, oh, guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby, take it away, homie. You are on actors starring starring. Ethan Hawke explores The Purge as Edward Dalton, Willem Dafoe, the English patient, 
Speed 2 Cruise Control as Lionel Elvis Cormac. <laughs> I, I you do that one instead I, of Spider-Man. Everybody knows he's in Spider-Man. Everybody knows he's in Platoon. Everybody knows he's in fucking... Boondock Saints. Saints. See, I, I was going to say Boondock Saints, stuff. Boondock Saints is one of his favorite roles of mine. Dude, just, yeah, he is so great in that fucking role. But I, I had to bring up the, the, the less known stuff. Because everybody fair knows enough. he's in this. No, that's fair. Yeah, fair. this is true. Uh, Sam Neill. <laughs> you put this fucking movie, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. <laughs> like, one wow. of the worst Isn't that the Chevy Chase movie? Ever... Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's, and it's bad, isn't it? Holy I'll shit. Say, I've never you know seen what, though, it. As a kid, As a kid, I loved that fucking movie as a kid. Really? Yes, I did. I've never watched it. I haven't seen it as an adult, but as a kid, I used to watch it all the time. God, I haven't seen it in so long. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Thor: Blood and Thunder as Charles Bromley, Claudia. He wasn't Thor. Yeah, he was the fake. Odin. Yes, he was. Yeah, uh, Claudia Carva- Carvan, uh, The Secret Life of Us, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith as Audrey Bennett. Bennett, whatever. Uh, Michael Dorman, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man Tales, The Invisible Man as Frankie Dalton. Isabella Lucas, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, Red Dawn as Allison Bromley, Vince Colosimo, yeah, close man, I'm going to go with that, uh, Chopper, Body of Lies as Christopher Caruso, and this one, we're just going to go with J.L., uh, Star Wars, oh, Episode Back of the Clones. Nah, come on, man. Come give on, it, Bobby, you got to pronounce it. Lady Gaga, dude, come on. Just, it's... La Gagia. There's not another G in there. (laughs) Star Wars episodes two and three uh, as Senator Wes Turner. And I know you said a body count already, but I'm going to go with this body count. A total of a lot. (laughs) I put it in the wrong place. My bad. (laughs) No, you know what? I liked liked it because I personally didn't even catch it. But I was like, "Ah." (laughs) it's going to keep going. Uh, Chad, take it over. (laughs) Music by Christopher Gordon. Uh, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, and Crawl. Oh. Not Crawl, Crawl, you know. Way two different movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I do have Crawl on Blu-ray. I need to watch that. I need sometime. to watch that shit, dude. I've never watched it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Um, or was it? Cinematography by Ben Knott. Nightmares and Dreamscapes, Jigsaw. Edited by Matt Villa or Villa, depending on the how you want to pronounce it. The Lego Batman movie and Elvis. Uh, Effects and makeup by Weta Workshop, King Kong, Mad Max Fury Road, Lord of the Rings, all that shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Distributed by Lionsgate, uh, runtime in 98 minutes. Rated R, budget of 20 mil, grossed 51.4 mil. So, uh, hey, turn to to profit. Especially for like, dude, you had some solid actors in this movie, but then there was other things that definitely felt a little like, Obviously, some of the CGI and stuff like that, like the effects. But I also feel like the way they kind of were added to the the stylization of the movie, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense, too. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's a product of the time. You know, Very much that back then, I'm sure it looked fucking amazing. You know? No, it still looked weird then. But it just... Because there's just, like, you know what I mean? Like, some of the shit they had, like, on the TV screens and everything, how it just, like looks super fake like imposed on there and stuff but yeah i don't know man so i, I go ahead bob i was I, I say, as as a first time watch I, I had a fun time actually watching this movie and the only gripe i have 
and it's it's not even a big one. It's also because it's it's me. I, I literally went into it thinking of a full hardcore horror movie. It's got some hardcore moments, but it's not a full hardcore horror movie. But at the same time, I'm like, no. this is I'm like, this is actually a good fucking movie. Hence, this our is- title of our own show is Gore and More, and this is right in the more. And there's oh, yeah, still, this- so it's 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 it fits both parts of the title. It's, it's definitely in our wheelhouse, and. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be straight up horror because, you know, Big Johnny D said it's almost like Blade in a way, which so that's what the mindset I went into it seeing. And it, it does. I There's a lot of similarities. Oh, uh, there's there's a actually bit. a lot of similarities between this and another movie called Ultraviolet. Yes. Oh. Wait, I've never seen Ultraviolet. The Ninja Chick? With Mila Jovovich? Yeah. Yeah. Did I, yeah. I feel like never I started watching that one. I don't know if I finished that one. Okay, I actually I saw that one in theaters when it first came out and hated it. And okay. then watched it again on DVD. I'm like, this is really not that bad. So to me, this movie, in a little bit different fashion, but it almost gives They Live vibe to me. A bit. Of like that kind of weird dystopian yeah. horror. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is like a more broader picture kind of like, oh, this this sucks. Like, this is just all bad. Well, you know what? Because, and it's mm-hmm. it's rare that we get a movie... And this is why I I enjoyed it. It's rare that we get a movie where we get to see the evil creatures actually take over and live in a society and not just, you know, like, of course, you know, in zombie movies, the zombies fucking take over and then it's just this fucking apocalyptic world. Yeah, they actually had a society. They basically, you know, hey, we fucking we didn't stay in the shadows. We came out. We took over. You guys are our cattle. But now we're fucked because. We over eight, but now Which, see that makes me that me, that would be actually interesting a zombie movie where they actually end up being a society somehow. Now, I would no, that's, I almost, that's almost the direction that Land of the Dead, Land of the going. Dead. Yeah, yeah, they already kind of had that. Okay. No, this one is um, this one was if Blade wasn't around, and then the vampires were like, you know what, fuck the humans, let's yeah. not hide in the shadows. We're the fucking top of the food chain now. Yeah, but like. You know, they are still human, as in their consumerism fucking has literally killed their fucking species because they, mm-hmm. like Steve said, they over fucking ate. But we they don't did. know what the infection rate was either. Well, That's I'm true. assuming the way, like, um, I'm assuming the way, like, first turns and everything, it's going to be pretty much like that lobby scene. Maybe not as intense, but you know what I mean? Like, it's. It, <sighs> It's almost going to be like, uh, fuck, what was the other movie I had you guys watch? Um, Stakeland? Stakeland. Yeah. Not as like zombie style vampire, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it would spread that fast. Because what yeah. they say, it started, he said he was sick in 2008. And we know this was in 2009, but I think going by the papers, I think the thing happened in 2010 when the movie was made. Probably. So you're talking in 10 years time or in nine years time, the entire world is completely has been taken over and is completely underfed at this point. So I would say pretty fucking rampant. I would imagine. But I feel like it wasn't just spread by humans too. Cause you see a lot of bats in the movie too. So I'm thinking oh, bats yeah. were going around and biting people as well as just the vampires themselves. Coronavirus. Like, <laughs> like right? the one that was, like the one that was just chilling in the fucking, um, the vat with them for the whole time while they were hiding out and then it just at the end the vat was like me dude that oh, just, that's, that made me jump 
Right? I was not fucking sheep ass jump scare got me because it was loud. I was like, yeah, just, fuck. just think they ate all their food and everybody here when it was all their ass wiped. So hey, what are you gonna do? Okay, foreshadowing. Okay, so si- since since I brought it up in the chat, I want to bring it up now before I end up yes. getting my my only complaint about the movie, and it's gonna be hilarious because I know you guys are gonna love it. So the scene uh where the I think it was Sam Neill and um Ethan Hawke were talking about uh, working on the uh, the fake blood. Okay. And um, they're showing like different test subjects. And one of the things they showed and they teased us with was a picture of a fucking vampire chimp. Yes. That's what I want to yes. see. That's the movie I want. I want vampire <laughs> chimps. So like, where's that? Yeah, movie? because they because that's when he was like, all right, we're gonna move from animal testing, and then that's when they showed the picture. It was like vampire chimp. Yeah. Yeah. That's what no, I want, be, damn it. Well. And we're, you know, my wife and I were talking about that, be kind of this because we were like, are they like, is it their, like, do they, can they only drink human blood? Ethan Hawk clearly says he's drinking no. pig blood. Yeah, he's drinking pig blood. So, yeah. like, they could drink cattle blood and shit. So, this is still a choice thing more than, uh, well, I think it nourishes them more. It probably it, does. It, There's it, probably more of a substance. Because, or substance and I hate, I hate to fucking bring this movie up. What? But, like, in Twilight, the, the, the Cullens only drink animal blood but they're not as strong as the vampires well, that they even said ethan hawk looks sick like they've always said like yeah like everybody's saying like he doesn't look right and everything because yeah, his brother was commenting on the pig blood yep yeah and no i'm really glad you guys like this movie man because i was i figured it was kind of like it was ten, potentially a curveball going in like it has all the setups for horror <laughs> gene the guys already got on my case. I did start the episode with my sleeves rolled up. They just keep rolling back down. That was just an accidental thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a planned thing. <laughs> Sorry, boys. My internet, like you all, just went so static, and so I was like, I got to change oh, my uh, Wi-Fi. You're all good, homie. But no, man. I want to say, like, okay, so how I said, like, some future stuff in this movie that I wish existed. Uh, for one, self-inflating tires. Yes. I want that. Yeah. That's how do we not fucking want that? that? And it makes sense of why they have that in this movie, because clearly if they have day driving mode, at one point somebody got a flat tire and was like, fuck, I'm stuck in my car until nighttime. So then they had to come up with a method of a self-inflating tire when that would happen. Like, I I went on this whole weird, like, side tangent thinking of, like, technology in this movie, because I'm like, this is fucking awesome, dude. And I liked, you know, this could go go either way because we definitely talked about mirror image stuff in our um fright night episode where we were talking about how like mirrors aren't necessarily made out of lead anymore but i still like or i'm sorry i thought that was because it was also okay but the car mirror like i didn't know if you guys would like that would be a eh i enjoyed it it was an eh it was an eh for me because a car mirror in that time in this time in this day and age even in that day and age would not have been made of silver. They don't make silver marriages. This is true. He's got a. But ball. I think I think that that part of it just kind of got lost over the years as to why they had yeah. that particular weakness. Right. Yeah. Shout out to my boy John in the chat. What's going and on, Brody? What's up, Brody? Broadster. Yeah. It is Muscle Shirt Monday. You are correct. But I did like the fact that like they showed that, and then they like then they had like the whole like camera technology in their car, so they could still like see themselves and fucking yeah, like. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I want day driving mode. I want to be like, yo, that would be bitch, so dude. Like, cool. fucking, like the only thing they were missing was honestly like auto drive. 
Like if they just yeah. had like an autopilot mode with that shit. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I want to hear what you guys have to say. This is your first time seeing it, Chad. Bob, it was it was not exa- not exactly what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised with yeah. it. There was a nice, decent amount of action. You know, of course, William yeah, Defoe nails it like he always does. Does William yeah. Defoe steal steal the show and everything he's in? As far as I can tell, I do. pretty much. I, yeah, like he he was probably for me my favorite part of this movie okay now in a side universe i want to see his character having a full-on converse having a full-on conversation with whistler because it would be (laughs) fucking fan i ended up watching blade today because of this movie dude like while i was cleaning this morning yeah i thought you were gonna go the route and say have a full-on conversation with james woods character from vampires Oh, dude, oh, throw, that in, throw him in there, too. That was so yes. fucking great. He, see, to me, he was giving off more like... <laughs> he was giving me more off like Whistler vibe, like one-liners to me, more so than James Woods. Like, James uh, Woods is like really pervy about it. And I'm not saying is. like Whistler can't be... I'm laughing at what said, by the way. It doesn't give <laughs> you a little mahogany. What the shit? That's right. But, so, okay. I'm gonna, I gotta say it now while I'm still remembering. Best line in this whole movie is Defoe's line where he says, well, being human in a world full of vampires is about as safe as bareback in a $5 hook. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> line, the best that, line. Specifically so remi- that line for some reason reminds me of the line from Blade 2 where Whistler's like, man, he's like the power of the pussy. One hair from that will pull a freight train for miles. Like, it's just that kind of same... <laughs> Like one line quip. I'm like, man, I want to see these guys having a conversation about fighting vampires, dude. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, um, but no. So, what did you guys think of like the cure, like the finding of the cure? Like, okay, so I, I like that. I like that better than the stupid ass fucking way they cured it in Near Dark, with just a simple blood transfusion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I. I like the idea of him having to basically use the, the sunlight to to do it. Just but then later on, we, but, then we, but then we then we later find out that it doesn't that have wasn't to even be done that way. But I like the yeah. fact though that there are two ways to go about it because it's like, well, now anybody you can literally do it with anybody. I, I like the idea of trying to find a cure. Like, yeah, they're vampires, but they're still trying to find a way to basically live with everybody in the universe even though half the more than but you know what's crazy is is more than more than half of the fucking world's population is gonna die getting cured well not only because they don't have to they don't they don't have have to to. but they're gonna because they're starving lobby right yeah that brings up a good question how many of them are actually going to get cured before they turn into these feral monsters that they're already starting to turn into would be due to the lack of a but, food source. So then here's my question. Now, let's say they turn into the feral monster, but they do the, the cure thing. Does it turn them back or do they die? No, I think like, form? I would think like once you hit a certain stage of like metamorphosis on that count, like you're fucked. I, I don't know. We wrong. don't, we don't I mean, know for that, sure. That, Cause it did turn him back. Cause he had, he was starting to get the pointy ears real bad. Right. But yeah, that's he was. Not, like, you're not in like full change mode at that point. Right. Like, no, but I mean, if, but if the cure can go to everybody who is a vampire, whether you're a hideous creature or not, I would think to some sort of degree, maybe it, it turns them human, but maybe not to um, full potential. Maybe. See, now the pro- the other thing is, like, even though you find a cure, 
and honestly, how many people are you going to get to sign up to fight to do the cure? You know what I mean? You oh, know there's going to the be thing. motherfuckers. If I have if I have the power to be a vampire, I don't want to go back to being a fucking human. Like, okay, you want to? I'm going to stay back a little bit. I'm going to feed here and there and ration the way I was rationing. And once my food supply is back, guess what? I'm gonna come and fuck everybody. Like, up. I think like. I would just end up be like, yo, dude, I'm, let me work as like a stock boy at a blood bank and just a couple bags will go missing every once in a while. You know what I mean, dude? Just <laughs> and you know what? I, I always say that, that fucking blood banks are ran by vampires. They are. Maybe they that's are. why they had double O negative, dude. Maybe that just tastes the best. They say it's for everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers double put me o up negative, on the double trade. Oh. God damn it. Sitting there for two hours. But, um, um, one thing uh, struck me watching this movie is I was sitting here thinking like this has the potential to be a great tv series oh yes yeah. oh, oh huge yes. yes like this could be better than the walking dead if it's done per correctly I, I, like I, but you're talking about like have, the initial want outbreak and shit violent like, all of it pre to the movie adapting the movie into and fleshing got, out the characters more than carrying it on even past that you at least have 10 solid years of like potential history you could fuck with there. Mm -hmm. oh god yeah. yes oh yes you, cool. you know something that i would love to see a prequel to this what started i mean they say i know they say it started with a bat but you know what i mean i want to see it like exactly how it started and yes. how fast the outbreak yeah like that'd be cool because that's something i've always wanted to see in like a zombie movie and if we kind of get it in like world war z ish <sighs> but but i've always wanted to see from the fucking first infection you know what your closest thing is on that is the 28 Day Later series. Yeah. I feel like those yeah. are like the closest ones. That and that. the Dawn of the Dead remake to an extent. You don't see, see no. you don't see exactly how and where it started, but you see like the first couple of days. Okay. So, yeah. So see, but, so, yeah. I would, yeah. But I still want to see like, what I want to see is a prequel to any zombie or vampire movie, basically, is it's a normal life and somehow this happens. It's not... Oh, it's fine, fine, fine. Oh, something's wrong with this person over here. Like, you know, I want to see it the minute it starts. Like, what? what is it? I do want to see that eventually with any one of those movies, whether it's vampires or zombies. I think this movie would have been a perfect or could get a perfect prequel for that. So, boys, let me ask you, how did you feel about the man bat design? I'm only going to say man I bat because it's that was cool. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was cool as shit. I liked it. Looked fucking, it was the, terrifying. Especially the first full look you get of it in his apartment. And his yeah, yeah. like that I, I'm all for, you know, hey, I'll fuck you, I'd be a vampire hunter. Let's fucking do that. If I saw one of those, I would shit my pants immediately. And oh, what's God, really yes. funny is that is what the vampires in what was it, Blade Two, when they started doing the fucking all Yeah, the Reapers, that's bro. Fucking, yeah. That's what they should have fucking looked like. More you know what I mean? Like they should have been feral as fuck like that and had that kind of like bat look to them. I loved I love the look. Well, it, it was great. It, it, to me it gave very uh gave very good shout outs back to like Nosferatu especially mm -hmm. like yeah they showed the black and white stills of like when somebody's turning and that you can turn see the guy yeah. actually like like oh dude he literally looks like he's turning into Nosferatu yeah. see yeah. a Man real Matt. a quick sidebar that is I will say this and I stand that is my favorite vampire of all time Nosferatu hmm. fair enough because he's, um, he's creepy looking he's not meant to be I am elegant no you're meant to look like something's just not right <laughs> well, who's turning on the lights? Nosferatu. Are <laughs> you fucking smiles? <laughs> SpongeBob reference on Gordon. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get that. That's okay. So, all right. I, obviously, we have like you know, vampires are the monster of the movie. 
let's talk mm-hmm. the actual monster of the movie. And that would be Sam Neill. Yes. Uh, yeah. This dude is a fucking asshole in this movie. Holy shit. Typical big time business guy. Oh, yeah. Bro, he doesn't give even two... care about his kid. Like, nope. Nope. He brings her in, says, you're going to be safe here. She doesn't want anything to do with him. And he's like, nope, turn this bitch. Yep. So I got to say this character, like he plays it perfectly. Like Sam, we all know Sam Neill can act his fucking chops off. But man, he plays, he just plays the conniving fucking asshole so well. Yeah. And throughout the movie, it, it just, it just gets worse and worse. So by the yeah. time we get to the end, when Ethan Hawke straight up calls him out and he's like, yo, you were too much of a bitch to turn your own fucking daughter. So you had my brother do it. Like, <laughs> that shit fucking like you felt that you're like, mm. but so you then knew when what he, he was leading up to. He was baiting no, him in. Cause no, no, no. At that point. That, and that's where I'm going. Like with going to where it led to him turning human and then his full demise, his death. Is one of the most satisfying, satisfying, yes, yeah, sad guys yes, yes. that we've so ever fucking seen satisfying. Like, when, no, the leading up to his death, and then we see the doors open, and all you see are all of them staring at him. I'm like, oh, that is the best Dude, they setup for someone you hate. They fucking mow on him. They ravaged mm-hmm. him, dude. And did you guys? Did you guys also figure it out before they showed it that? Uh, his brother biting Willem Dafoe in the neck was the key. Oh yeah, you because yeah. you, yeah. you heard oh, him yeah. breathing, like you yeah. heard him. Okay, so you did, you guys picked up on that too. Oh no, I mean, you. If you don't, I feel like they definitely allude to it because man, they have him staring at him for so long. You're, but he yeah. ha- he doesn't have a look of like disgust. He has a look of like intrigue and like what the fuck is happening yep. at this moment. Yeah, uh, and real, yeah. real quick, what I want to say on Sam Neil because I was literally thinking about this today. That man has done a lot of horror movies in his whole career. He's no, actually done, a, I think, about a total of Event Horizon and then also uh, Mouth of he's, Madness. Have a great Mouth of Madness is my well. He's, he's done a total of ten, and that's starting from 1980 to the current. And I gotta say, he he's 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 one of my favorite actors. Would you even throw the, Jurassic Park in that list as like horror adjacent? No, I would say that's more of action adventure with a side of horror, not full I only on. stay horror adjacent because right because it's not full on, but there's definitely horror moments in motherfucker gets eaten on the toilet. I was just say the the you horror scene go. that would you gotta go. the horror you scene that would go. come to mind is is the T Rex scene like that's and the Velociraptor. I was gonna say yeah. the Raptors dude in the kitchen hunting Bro. kids. Bro, when you're a little kid watching that in the theater, I was like, well, even when they're in the when they're in the fucking woods, yeah, yeah girl. but like. Fuck his performance in this because he he did play Damien in the third Omen, which is actually yep. a pretty damn good movie. It's the same progression. He goes from not he's an asshole, but he's not. He's kind of nice a little bit, and then it slowly progresses into oh yeah, we you really are an asshole, but and we are fucked if you really do what you're going to do. So let's see. I'm trying to think of some other questions I asked if I wanted to ask you was uh how'd you feel about like the whole like actual like the way they had the city set up with like the tubes and shit going across like i always i kind of like that i know it was like they don't really go into it but uh, you know you get to see shots of it here and there again that's, some, that's something i feel like it needs to be fleshed out more to explain oh easily yeah yeah i agree with like, that it, they talked cool, about the more. the subwalk 
where it's like mm-hmm. all the underground walking and shit like that. And I'm like, which I'm guessing that's so they can get through, get around during the day if need be. Yeah, same thing with the tunnels, man. You know what I mean? You can get between your buildings and shit. And yeah, See, I don't the, know. the whole the whole subwalk thing. When I saw the like, because they did like the commercial for it, I was expecting a whole big run, like a whole big thing happening with them because. That's where they would go to, you know, obviously not walk around in the light. I was waiting for a whole big thing to happen with those. We didn't get it, but I was expecting. Um, no, man, because like I feel like, you know, the police were taking care of the homeless pretty quick in this movie. Uh, <laughs> well, whether it was the homeless or anything, yeah, but they were definitely like they were definitely a an on the nose for homeless, essentially. Like especially that pretty first much. dude who was literally like starving for blood. Um, can I just say there's some more technology I want? I want cops to have those fucking like cattle prod, like fucking neck catchers, dude. Those things use them, bitches. Wicked use wicked. that, bitch. use that on some crazy motherfuckers that are super up on drugs, man. Just keep them down. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, use that, man. I've seen, I've seen some. Meth, I was gonna say I've seen some meth heads do some crazy shit, man. I don't know that it would work. That's why you <laughs> gotta have be... the cattle prod part, dude. I'm not saying no, get rid of that. You gotta have no. Like, they might be like this. But I'm just saying, like, yo, that whole, like, you know, the whole neck grab thing, and then, like, it's better than fucking coming in guns and blazes, I guess. <laughs> but the fact that they were even doing that, though, you know what I mean? Like, they they were still trying to handle their citizens. They weren't killing them right off the bat. Yeah. But, dude, but they did eventually. And that's where I want to go. The chain gang scene, man. That shit was sad. That was yeah. heartbreaking. Because that, that, shit was, was, that was that was the dude's daughter for one. So sad. Yeah. But that was but it was necessary because that's what made uh, his brother Frankie, you know, flip flop and change his mind and right. Kind of it was an epiphany. And yeah, yeah, man. How shitty would you feel if you got told to turn somebody, and then like three days later you're see like now that you're killing them off because you turned them like yeah, that we need, because they the needed reason. to they needed to present a better idea of how long it takes them to go into that feral state because it seemed like it was like a day they yeah. said as they feed on themselves it goes faster and that's what she was doing so the faster okay. they feed on themselves the the quicker they'll go in. that's why he said the first one that they uh fought in the his house there it was the gardener and he hadn't seen him in two weeks yeah and he goes oh it looks like he started feeding on himself so it's got to be it's got to be almost instantaneous, depending on like how hungry you are. If you're continually eating yourself and injecting yourself with your own poison, like, yeah, dude, I don't know. And then if you're just eating yourself just to eat yourself to make it happen even faster, you know, which like, is probably what she was yeah. doing. That's what I would take it as more like a fuck you, dad. <laughs> yeah. And this movie was this movie was not as bleak as Stakeland, but it definitely was, you know, dude, I have not seen many movies that are as bleak as that. Stakeland was pretty fucking blue. I still love. Ooh, it. you know something? I know what movie I'm. <laughs> I know what movie I'm gonna put on then for next year if we want bleak. What's that? Eden Lake. Sounds hot. Sounds like a porno. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That sounds like a porn not, star name. It's right? not though. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. All right. I'm gonna make start making a list for next year. That's gonna be on it. So, but that's not right. something else. So, is there anything else main like that you guys want? Any questions for this movie that you guys wanted to bring up or anything? Uh, no, I, I, I brought the actually, vampire chimp, so I, my my day's full. My day's you know what I thought you were? Ho- I thought it. you were going to bring up. You were like the only thing this movie was missing was vampire rave scene. <laughs> <laughs> that or I was gonna, I was waiting for one. I needed. Movie. I needed more leather. 
Right? I was, well, that's why I had to watch Blade today, dude. I was like, you know what? I need Blade, man. You, I wanted to throw in Underworld after watching this movie. This movie needed more vampire chicks, though. I was actually yeah. about to say, I was waiting for one of you to say vampire titties. I was waiting for it. No, I mean, we had titties in this movie, but they were not sexual titties. They were, no, uh, not they were just, they were uh, forefront. Just This is a scientific nudity at this point. They were, they were farm titties. Yep. <laughs> That's a whole different fucking. <laughs> That's a whole other farm titties. Farm different titties different. with Eden Lake. Fucking right. <laughs> oh, Brody Eden knows. Lake. I thought you said eat, eat at Lake or wow. Eden. That's why I was like, like Eden, like Eden. Eden Lake. Yeah, that's Eden. why I was like, that sounds like a porn, dude. Like, what are you talking? Eden. No, okay. Eden Lake. Gene. Brody. Gene asked, Brody. "Is this better than Thirty Days of Night?" You know, I've actually never. watched I don't know if I'd compare those two. I didn't really watch 30 Days of Night. I've I never like watched Days it. Of Night. Yeah, but you can't really compare the two. 30 Days of Night is more of a uh, actual like horror vampire movie. This is this is more sci-fi dystopian with horror yeah, elements. Yeah. I would say. I don't know. Because 30 Days of Night is really just like dude, vampires hunting down and killing a single town and them hiding out. You know what I mean? Like that's way more on the horror movie front of like isolation and shit yeah um but is it I better i don't know i can i don't think i can compare those two i have I to go watch it I, so. I didn't like 30 days of night when i watched it I, it's been a long time since i've watched it i haven't seen it since it first came out so i might like it more now because that was a good bit ago see i, I liked it the I only thing it, I, I that came out about the same same time as this didn't it it did like 20, 2009 i think it was yeah i remember liking it i just remember the only thing questioning was like they it never showed them going anywhere to get like food and shit i feel but i could be completely mistaken so it's been a minute um well if you guys have nothing else to bring up i guess we will bring in the saucy aussie here and see i would love to, to hear say what brody has to say of this australian pitcher well howdy fucking duty there folks it's your dkb no. here back for another episode of goremore and this week i'm here to talk to you about daybreakers daybreakers is definitely one of them films that i'm not going to put on all the time to watch but when I say it like every once a year, I'm like, it's an interesting film. It definitely, yeah, like it feels to me like there's a lot happening in this film. Every time I go back and watch it, there's always something new and different that I find about it. But like I said, it's definitely not one I'm going to put on all the time. But I do enjoy it when it does come on. So, yeah. So I love how Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe were able to take a gamble on a film like this. And really, you know, they've done a lot of A-list fantastic horror films throughout their filmography leading up to this for them to take on a b-movie creature feature like this and just you know really show definitely like top tier abilities though it's just fun to see uh evolve throughout each screen especially when the creatures come to play i like how when the two sort of team up you just got this tour de force between the two as this iconic duo just taking out vampires whatever it is um just the chemistry between them two i think actually works pretty well in this type of film. Um, I don't think their characters really stand out as pop culture references, but when you watch this film, you can really appreciate them because of that acting ability and the characteristics of the Spig brothers really putting a lot of time and effort into the characteristics of their characters. So um, I kind of only feel that it was, you know, really meant for list actors, the way they were able to write these characters into it. And to get Ethan Hawke and... 
Willem Dafoe on board is just fucking phenomenal from the start. So it's great to see these two really do something a little bit different and rage war on these uh, creatures. So the story itself, I really enjoy. I find it intriguing. I do feel like there is a lot happening throughout this type of film, throughout the storytelling and the story itself. I mean, we have different layers. There's just so many layers happening all at once with like at least four main characters, uh, which I definitely felt like this could have been evenly spread out uh, throughout a six-part miniseries, like a one-and-done-it type thing. Mm. And, you know, and there's so much lore and mythology behind this type of film because it's, it's, it's a little bit fresh and something different that we could have really expanded on. There's just so much there waiting to be like... A little too on the noggin for today. <laughs> going like an hour episode <laughs> each, that's it. Um, but other than that, like, I still enjoy it for this type of film. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you've got Ethan Hawke's character trying to solve the cure uh, 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 between vampires and humans and you have Willem Dafoe's character trying to see a cure as well and then Sam Neill comes in so there's just a lot fucking happening I do find the premise interesting and how humans are becoming extinct and now vampires are starting to starve or whatever it is so yeah it's good stuff just felt like it could have been a little bit spread out so I just have to mention a couple of quick little things before I fucking bore you Production design, fantastic. The lighting of the production design, fucking fantastic. Seeing it through the cinematography, the lens, absolutely fucking fantastic. And to see the color grading laced over this film with its chromatized light blue, uh, feels very futuristic. It's a bit of a cheap trick, but it definitely elaborates to us, the viewer, Yes, this is set in the future. For some reason, I don't know, there's just something there that clicks and feels very industrial. And I really like that tone of this type of film because once you see the film, you'll feel like it's very big. It's open and big in certain scenes. I mean, we have a lot of exterior shots, uh, sorry, interior shots of a building and it just really captures the element of it. And yeah, I, I don't know, it just works for me personally. Oh, creature designs. Just got to quickly mention creature designs. Awesome. Uh, they look like a turd covered in skin. The mythology <laughs> behind some of these, especially oh feral God. vampires, I really enjoy. Uh, just to see an episode on that alone, and just to see how one sort of became to be. Maybe the one that's in this film that plays a huge part. That would have been cool to see. Start off as a normal human being and slowly see him evolve throughout body horror into this creature, the feral vampire. Awesome. Got to throw that out there. Cool shit. Uh, so anyway, I won't bore you for much longer. My Goran Moore score this week is a 3.8. All right. Uh, this is your DKB signing out. Uh, looking forward to what you guys have to say about this film, and I'll catch you motherfuckers next time. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, Brody. Thank you kindly. Cheers, Brody. Thank Woo. you, Brody. Woo. All right. Let's do this, that. All right. So, yeah. Too bad. All right. So Brody said some solid shit. I feel like we pretty much all kind of hit the same nails here. Yeah. Uh, Especially the fact solid. that we both think it would make a solid yeah, series. Miniseries. miniseries. No. Well, like, you're not wrong because, like you guys said, there's just there's a lot of shit here. Like, they gave a it's, lot of background and a lot of lore. Yeah. For, like, it's a, lot of, mater- it's a lot of material that if you do it right, you can make it good. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's all right. Okay. So, uh, Chad Daddy, what do we got for behind the scenes, buddy? Okay, I'll give you what I got. It's not a whole hell of a lot. I did do some digging and found some stuff. So according to interviews, Sam Neill explained that what made him decide to make the film 
was the scene in the screenplay in which the businessmen vampires buy morning coffee spiked with human blood. I did like that a lot. I did. I liked it that so scene. Gross. I like the scene where the guy flipped out though. He says, "I want more," and she's mm-hmm. like, no, "I can't. I can't give you more." Bro, that's just retail. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that is just need more caramel. Need more caramel. In my coffee. That is please? just like, retail at its macchiato, worst. Bitch, get out of here. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. And just motherfuckers think they're entitled enough to, you know, say what. Uh, oh yeah. Huh? But continue. All right. The makers of the movie hosted a contest in Worth1000.com, which is a famous photo manipulation contest site, to come up okay. with images of how the world would look if nearly everyone were a vampire. I, I, I don't know anything beyond that. I would like I mean, to see, I guess. Some of like, those I don't know if they use that to influence are. the look of the maybe film. That, maybe that's where it's like when we got all the exterior shots of like the two walkways and shit like that, which would make sense. Like, how would, how would, like, you're not just going to shut off the world for two-thirds of a day just because mm-hmm. the sun's out. You know what I mean? It's going to still need to operate somehow. Yeah. And, yeah, how would you do it? So, and maybe even with the tech with the cars and shit like that, like, which I love William Defoe's fucking cars in this, too. <laughs> <laughs> that Trans tra- Oh, I was so happy when I was like. He was so sad when his first one got fucking demolished. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, too, though. Okay, continue on. The movie was released in the United States on January 8th, 2010, the birthday of Elvis Presley. The character played yeah, by Foe is named Elvis because of his love for the Presley song Burning Love. Yeah, so I Burning. liked when he was doing the little singing to it. I was like, hey. You know what? I didn't realize that's why the song why that song he chose. Obviously burning. Like the sun gave a little burning love and now he's human again. Yeah, Could you imagine, though, like what that would feel like? I mean, just obviously it's a completely imaginary thought. But if, you, yeah, you lived that existence to where like you didn't have normal breath, but then like your breath came back like that. Like, I feel like that would just I don't, feel yeah. like so it would feel like when you relief, lose, dude, like, yeah. Have you ever had the wind knock yeah, out and then like yeah. Yeah. your that's back exactly and you finally thinking. get it back? You're like, yeah, and you're like. <gasps> Yeah, dude, you're just like, oh my god, I'm not going to die. Like, <laughs> I'm alive. I yeah, I loved it though, man. I loved the whole just what a cool concept. Just yeah, just burn it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, like a like a fever, just burn it out. Fucking right, dude. Okay, continuing on. Ethan Hawke was the director's only choice for the lead role. Really good choice. Yeah. You know, I was thinking while we were watching this, man, we should throw on Sinister at some point. Yo, Sinister's a great movie. I love the never first seen movie. It. It was oh, solid. I like the first one. It was pretty one. solid. I never saw I the second the, one. But... The second one was okay. It was okay. It was the second one was okay, but it it, it lagged. It, it tried to dig into the history and didn't really do, do it right. Do it right. I was now. just going based off the fact that Ethan Hawke's a great fucking actor, so it's just like, yeah, dude, yeah. you know what? I'd be down to watch another movie with me. I like Sinister. This is a good movie. Yeah, but agreed. Yeah. What else we got, Chad Daddy? Uh, in real life, Ethan Hawke had recently quit smoking cigarettes, but his character Dalton smoked several times throughout the film. Oh, there was a lot of smoking in this movie. I like it. Yes, there was. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but the Hawke, therefore, the Hawke therefore smoked soluble cigarettes during these scenes. I have no idea what that is. What the hell does that mean? Soluble. Was it only the vampires that smoked? Did any of the humans ever smoke? 
Because I don't think he smoked again when he became human. No, he didn't actually. He's like, yeah, you know, I mean, what, what, why not smoke cigarettes? You know, you're not going to die. Yeah, it's not like it's going to kill you. (laughs) But yeah, huh? Uh, This is one of several movies in which Willem Dafoe has played a vampire. The most notable of which is Shadow of the Vampire in 2000, in which he plays a fictionalized version of Max Schreck, the actor who played Graf Orlock in Nosferatu. Really? Oh, that's... Oh, my God, I forgot he played him. Holy <laughs> shit. What's it called? Wow. This is Groff what? Orlock. No, the movie... What was the movie called? Shh. Oh, Shadow of the Vampire. Shadow of the Vampire? Where so, a soluble cigarette's just a fucking vape. Ah, uh, really? And that looks like a... It looks exactly like a cigarette. Hmm. All right. Why did they could, could just set a vape then? Did, did, I didn't... Did vapes exist then? That, uh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, but I don't think we were calling them vapes at that time. Not, or... Nope, they were called soluble cigarettes. Yes. Oh my god, it doesn't. If you it had a heating wow. element, it has a cartridge and it what? produced water water vapor. Fuck off. No shit. How about that? Shadow of the Vampire. Yep. No shit. John Malkovich too, huh? Wow. Fucking oh, Malkovich is awesome. Robin of Loxley's in there. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, okay, I, continuing on. Uh, the corporation named Bromley Marks is named after Patricia Bromley Marks, the wife of Dick Dick Marks, Dick Austra- Marks. Wow. Australian advertising legend and mentor of to Skid Marks, <laughs> and mentor to Michael Spearig and Peter Spearig. Dick Marks, Dick Marks. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be named Dick Marks than Skid Marks, though. Dick marks is what happens when I have a fun weekend. You know, That's I hear right. Di- I hear Dick marks is making a movie with Eden Lake called Farm Titties. Yeah, but I'm bummed. But God, the scene starring the Meat Mountain. The meat mountain. Mountain. Hey, hey, hey! I better get paid first. Climbing the Meat Mountain. Oh dear God, that would be not be never. Continue. <laughs> The Bobby the Amoni scene, story. The scene in which... <laughs> <laughs> starring Ron Jeremy as Bobby's grandfather. Uh, <laughs> still no. filmed in prison. The scene in which Audrey orders Edward to drink some of her blood was not originally scripted, and the idea was instead conceived during rehearsals by actors Claudia Carvan and Ethan Hawke. Okay. I kind of liked it, you know what I mean? Like, it really it shows sense. that he just didn't want to do it. Like, it's like, no, man, you have to do it. Like, you don't have a choice in the matter. Yeah, they want him to fit in more. Ethan Hawke's character gets pointy ears from a lack of blood. He wrecks his car when he notices. Uh, his ears go back to normal once Audrey gives him some blood in the car before they get to the human camp, which, you know, that's the scene we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I know, man. I, that's what I'm saying, man. That's... Sh- you got to turn man bat pretty fast, especially once you start feeding on yourself. You know what I mean, dude? I would think a couple days, like yeah. solid. Weak tops if you like try to hold out. All right. What else we oh. got? Oh, you're good. Sorry, big excuse yawn. Me. Yeah, big <laughs> yawn. Uh, the news footage playing in Edward Dalton's car showing the vampire riots over blood deprivation. Blood deprivation, sorry, was not filmed for the scene, but was instead stock footage of actual riots being put down by actual law enforcement. Oh, oh shit. damn! Oh, I mean, yeah, it's cheaper just yeah. to use stock footage. 
Yeah. It's always weird when you see stock footage in films sometimes. Especially when it's like actual like planes or something exploding. You're like, I just watch real people die. <laughs> <laughs> Only a handful of times. Kind, kind of weird that you went there. <laughs> wow, that's what I always think about with yeah. stock footage like that shit. Well, especially, dude, like if you talk like 70s horror that uses like crazy weird stock like, footage all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay, so continuing on. The Vampire Cavalry's ambush on the human survivor convoy in the desert was originally conceived as a vampire cavalry siege upon the human survivor's hideout, which was visualized as a gothic mansion in the snowy mountains. This was changed to a convoy ambush due to budget constraints. I didn't like the ambush as much because I feel like once they knew something was fucked up, like they could have just gotten the rest of the vehicles. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Because yeah, I was like, yo, I, man, you only had the one get its tire to go. And even if they do shoot the other tires, keep fucking going, dude. Ride yeah, that just rim. go. You know yeah, what I mean? Go. Just leave the RV behind, come back for it in the daytime. Fuck mm-hmm. it, dude. There's only two people then, there anyways. They could fit I, something else. I think at that point, I think that's when they realized that they were being followed. And that's probably why they didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. still, still, still. I mean, you I don't want to feel like you would have a there. better fighting chance inside your vehicles, though, than just standing there, like looking into the darkness. That's, That's just true. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I'm like, yo, man, go back in there and set up shop. You know, somebody's fucking shooting at you. Like, and they're all just sitting there like, oh, maybe I'll be able to see some shit. <laughs> no, well, you fucking won't. So that that's that brings up an interesting question as far as the vampires. Like, did they have any of the classic vampire traits, you know, as far as like super strength or anything like that? Because that's never really touched upon. Well, I mean, you see, well, you see in the feral they, form that they're strong as fuck. Yeah. I'm assuming they have regenerative powers as far as like, because their bodies will reform back if they get human blood. So they must have that. And obviously, like Sam Neill says, his cancer got healed and everything. So they have healing buff. Well, that and she shot fucking Ethan Hawke in the arm and he just pulled it out. Yeah, he was like, ow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, they don't talk about any of the other, like, you know, weaknesses, garlic. You know, they, they like probably that. do have sunlight, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But, I don't know. well, weakness and cure. So, <laughs> it's just you got to find that right even. Like, you don't want to burn your nuggets. You know what I mean? You got to find <laughs> that find right. <laughs> you got to find that sweet spot. That's like a um, hot pocket. It's either yeah. ice cold or lava. There's no in between. Yeah, there is. It's your pizza rolls. Fucking A, dude. Those two. Bagel bites. Any of that shit. Oh, my God. Oh, that brings back memories. What else we got, Chad, Eddie? Uh, this is the second of three films that Sam Neill and Willem Dafoe have collaborate, collaborated in. The others being Victory in 1996 and The Hunter in 2011. Ah. All right. So, Brody. So right, go ahead, it's take Grimace's it. it's Grimace's birthday. If you don't know who Grimace is, he was a McDonald's character that came out in the eighties, maybe even prior to that. No, 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 no. he came the... out in like the sixties. Sixties, yeah. it was a four-armed orig- monster. Yeah, the original Grimace had four arms. What? He was, and, and he was a villain. He was a villain. Mm-hmm. He was and the original Hamburglar. He they changed him because kids were scared shitless of him, so they remarketed him in the late seventies, I believe, mm-hmm. to make him, you know, what he is today. So it's his birthday, so McDonald's is going nuts having all these purple shakes. But for some reason, social media has gone off the fucking deep. Well, it's already been off the deep end. But like 
they're just making all these like horror skits of like and it's fucking drink, great dude like anytime you drink one you just get transported to this fucking dimension and there he just is with no fucking pupils in his eyes like, so i saw the i saw the first the the guy that created dude, the there's so many video. good different ones dude yeah like, there's a bunch of cool ones then they're all like little short fucking horror movies and it's great yeah. i fucking love it but i saw the guy that, that put out the first the first tiktok and he was like i just did it because i like the shake don't get me wrong but it was sweet as fuck and so I got he he got super hyper after drinking it and was like I'm go, I'm going to fucking do like like it killed me or something. So that's what he did. He he drank it and he's like, "Oh, this ain't that bad." And then the next shot, he's laying down like fucking yeah. dead on the ground with fucking shake. <laughs> so the best one is I saw that, but then they have like the one where just everybody's copying it, so it's just a continuation of like Did you all see the Michael like- Myers one? No, I no. dude. I haven't so, seen any of these. The no. Michael Myers one is fucking great. It's it's a Michael Myers cosplay. I don't know which one, which which cosplayer it is, but you see the shake on the ground, and Michael Myers is walking by, and it, there's just like a street light, and he looks over at it. He walks over, he picks it up, he drinks it, right, and then you see this fucking weird purple light start to fucking come up, and he just kind of slowly looks over, and he's got his fucking knife and shit. And he fucking walks behind this wall and you just hear and you see fucking shake just fucking flying everywhere. Right. Well, that's the other thing is like every time somebody wakes up with this, they're just covered in shake, dude. Yeah. They're always dead and just covered in that shake. Yeah. So the shakes fucking flying everywhere. You just see like you don't actually see Michael Myers and Grimace battling it out, but that's what's going on. And then it goes silent. And fucking Michael walks out from behind there and he just looks so fucking defeated and he's just like covered in fucking purple goo. No, I like the one where the kid like drinks it and then he like gets transported to the desert. And oh, yeah. It's over and Grimace is just there Grimace normal there. and he's like yeah. looking at him and it goes back to the dude like, what the fuck? And then it looks like Grimace <laughs> again and his pupils are fucking gone, dude. And he looks like some fucking like crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. These are shit. great. And then he goes back to the guy and he's like, what? And then it goes back and Grimace is gone. It goes back and the Grimace is right behind him. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome, yeah, dude. Like, And McDonald's I, actually started doing it now because. They yeah, they, they were, were all for it. It's free. Yeah, advertising. yeah fucking it. like they actually start, have like stores doing it after they close. Like they're they're telling their store managers, hey, have your team. Film a fucking video, throw it up on TikTok. You know so, this is great because this might bring back the 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 uh, fucking McDonald's mascots now. That'd be awesome. I mean, I know the Grimace commercial had Grimace, uh, Birdie, oh and uh, Hamburglar. So I need a I need a the Hamburglar Hamburglar to come back, but like Fast and the Furious style. Dude, I'm watching one right now. Well, where he just comes back just, and there's no explanation. Like so he's like he's like fucking hijacking fucking eighteen wheelers of burgers oh. and shit. <laughs> I was like, what are we going? What are we talking Fast and Furious style? I'm very confused on this. Okay, whatever that fast, whichever Fast and Furious one opens up with them stealing the fuel off a truck in Mexico, do that, but with all of the McDonald's mascots. Isn't that four? Is it four? Oh, I don't four. remember. I think it's four. Four was bad. Real bad. They're all bad. No, but four Except was for the first real one. Real bad. Like, Five was better than four, but four was like that full CG race through the mountains at the end for 15 minutes. And it's like, oh my God, this is fucking awful. This yes, off. but seven was directed by James Wan, so you got to give that uh, a little bit of props. I, I don't think I've watched seven. I've well, watched Paul Walker. I've watched five because five was in Brazil, right? Internet dropped out. What the hell's going on? I'm in the yellow now. Yeah, you are. Five was in Brazil because that had the stupid bank fault with the 
fucking Dodge Chargers at the end. I remember that bullshit. And there we six, go. six was with the tank, I think, just mowing down families, right? Dude, six is the one they never show on TV, and I don't know why. Because it's fucking mowing down families, dude, with a tank. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a minivan. Oh, that's a minivan. Oh, yeah, that's a family. Yeah, that, they were on vacation. Not any <laughs> like, family. You're like, if that was fully loaded, that's seven people. <laughs> there was a baby on board. Fucking right. At least in my head count. Well, we just took a hell of a sidetrack here. Yeah, we did. Let's get back on track. Yeah, let's yeah, get back so to this guess. Both Claudia Carvan and Jay Lagaya appeared as supporting characters in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Carvan as uh, Padme's mother in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. and, uh, the other guy is Captain Typho in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Oh, shit. Captain Typho. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. See, I watching this, know. I, I'm watching this, I knew he looked familiar, but I'm like, that's no. not Sierra Morrison, is it? No. Yeah, I knew I didn't know Padme had a mom. And she's oh, hot. Now you do. Yeah. Yeah, right. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What else is there? The film originally ended with Edward, Audrey, and Elvis standing in the Bromley Marks lobby and staring at the sunrise before fading to credits. The ending shot of Elvis's Trans Am driving away from the city was filmed at the behest of test audiences who insisted it would be more upbeat for the film to show them escape to safety. I don't think it was necessary. It's obvious they were safe at the end. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. And it's just like a 10 second shot of the car driving away. What's the point? Feast did the best car drive away scene. What's that? Feast did the best car drive away scene at the end. First one? Yeah. When they're driving away and the fucking car breaks down and have to restart it and drive off. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Thanks for the refresher. Did I put the second one on for this year? I, I don't think, so. think so. Yes. Did you? Yeah. I think sure. it was my pick. It might have been my pick. Okay. I hope so. What the hell does that sound? Is. Bobby's mechanical oh, penis. Bobby's playing with himself again. Ah. Sorry. Gotcha. Couldn't hold it. It's all good. No, I just did. Like, so, man. Okay. The last thing I guys for two weeks, I got to do it. The last thing I have is the the UK cinema version was cut by the BBFC to gain a 15 certificate. Uh, had three cuts of strong, very strong, gory violence, totaling six seconds, were made with edits to shots of the bloody dismemberment, dismemberment during the finale. The cuts were restored for the DVD and Blu-ray releases, uh, and then the certificate was upgraded to an 18. That's what they cut to get it. Wow. Yeah, they cut that. There's so many other bloody scenes, but that one they cut. Ah, pussies. All right. Well, thank you for all that, Chad, Daddy. My pleasure. Wish I had more. That's all right. Um, like, you know what? Brody said, like, this was a B-movie. Now, I'm like, I would almost kind of agree. Like, it, even though there's A-list actors, it feels like it's top-notch B. But not enough for... Although, I don't know, man. Their set thing was still like $20 million, So Yeah, but to me, I, I consider any movie a B-movie if it did not get a wide theatrical release. Yeah. Fair. Okay. This, this definitely did not. All right, fair enough. I like it. All right, let me uh, pull up our questions here. All right, so what format did we watch this on, homies? Pluto. Uh, was it Prime? Something like that. Prime. I, I started watching it on Tubi, but the audio didn't sync up with the video, so I had to switch to Freevee, which oh, is wow. probably what, oh. uh, which is what uh, 
Bobby probably watched on Amazon. It's probably through Freebie. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, you're right. To be or not to be. And I had Blu-ray. So, yeah. All right. Lucky bastard. Right? Like I said, but, I chose this literally because I had by it. By the way, there is a long. 4K available. Amazon has it. And it's only like 16 bucks. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, speaking of 4K, I got Evil Dead Rise on 4K. Yes. Wait. It came out in physicals out already? Nice. Physical came out last week. Mel got it. Mel got it for me for Father's Day. Nice. Now that's a great Father's Day gift. She got it for herself. Yeah, right. I feel like this is a real easy one to answer, but douche of the film. Sam Neill. 100%. Come on. 100%. And brother until he kind of redeemed himself. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And the brother even got more douchebag credits when you found out that he's the one who turned Ethan Hawk. Like Ethan But then you find out why, and it's basically he he didn't want to be without his brother. Well yeah, he, and he, he knew he wouldn't survive either. Like yeah. he would just be literally food. So it makes yeah, it came from a fucked up spot, so but still. All right. Favorite kill. Samuel. Samuel. <laughs> Samuel. Oh my god. I don't know. I yeah. I like the exploding test subject. The exploding Ooh, test subject was cool. That was. I like the fucking great. beheading of the fucking. The man bat. Yeah, the man bat beheading. That one was cool. That one, yeah, it was cool too. Dude, that was just a lot of like soupiness too, man. He mm-hmm. was just cutting up that stomach, dude. Just shit, just dropping. I'm just gonna go with Sam Neil though, man, because that was just the most like justified and satisfying. It was the most satisfying oh, one. It very oh, much oh, was. Yeah. That motherfucker gets everything he deserves. But I can't. I can't give it to it because. That's fair. I like the man bad one. Best scene. The Sam Neil kill leading into the feeding frenzy. See, I'm just going full feeding frenzy for me. Yeah. I feel like but that's the, but too... the kill, but Sam Neil's kill was the beginning of the feeding frenzy. I, I like that, but actually my favorite scene is kind of a toss up between the reveal, the first time you see the, the feral vampire. Okay. Uh, In the apartment. Uh, and the little tiny little riot at the coffee stand when that's when that's oh, the first. You know what? I do really scene. like that. I really no, no, like that because that's when you just you see tensions of like you've already gotten introduced to these people once, and they were living happy and nice at the beginning of the movie. Now we're and now you're seeing the, the the start of how bad it's about to get. Yeah. No. I um, you know what that. Hmm, that's a good one too. I would have to say my favorite scene is when they're testing Ethan Hawke, where he's testing to see if that cure is actually going to work. Yeah, they they did the good uh, the good rule of threes, like you know what I mean. Like third yeah. time is always a fucking charm. Got to do yeah. that. Um, ah man, there's a lot of good little like. I do like that apartment scene with the first man bat, though. That is a that's a good fucking, one. That's a solid big. Because it's a good jump scare when he first pops out of the dark there. Yeah, it was. Nasty. Yeah, and I, my thought was like, is the, I thought he was like keeping it captive, like to test the serum on or whatever. Like, is he keeping that? Is it somebody he knows? Is it somebody? Right. Was he keeping nope. it there? No, that fucker just broke in. Yeah. Which also, what's her name did? So apparently, his Ethan Hawke's security just sucks his security ass. sucks. Yeah. Ass. <laughs> well, they even told him security up, company. They even told him he needed to upgrade his security after that. That is true. Oh man, um, yeah, no bit, no wrong answers on that question for sure. Because there's a lot of good ones. I even like Sam Neill talking up like when he's doing his little business man spiel with Ethan Hawke and like trying to like yeah. sell him on the pitch. 
because you're just like oh man dude like i just you feel the sleaze like that. yeah you really can all right worst moment or scene the stupid cgi that we see in the more the beginning of the movie the girl burning i don't like it i i feel that was a not a great way to start with terrible cgi sorry if my That's dog's fair. barking i Oh yeah, I heard him a little bit. Um, he's like right outside the damn bedroom door because he sits there and waits mm. for me to get done. Yeah, I say the, I'll say the end, the drive away because I mean we didn't need it. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that because okay, finding out that it was tacked on just because the audience wanted it. Yeah, and then it's like you don't even need that really. I'm trying to think if there's just any scene that I was just like, eh. You know what? It's not necessarily worst scene, but I'm just going to throw it in here because it's a scene that I have to laugh at. And it's when it's when fucking William Defoe 180 grinds the Chrysler 300 across the fucking rails on the bridge. <laughs> oh, and yeah. It, so we go into a Tony Hawk mode and then breaks that. <laughs> but then the Hummer behind that. It would have been cool had they just left the Hummer with the stab through and all the blood coming out, but for some reason it had to explode. Why the fuck did it have to explode? This is a very good question. This is not a cartoon. What the fuck is going on? Like, is it because the vampires like hit sunlight and they exploded too? Like, what? That's got to be the only explanation. That's that's the best explanation you're gonna get. Right, and I know that's reaching, but it's the only thing I could possibly come up with. I'm like, why the fuck else would that explode when it was stabbed through the windows? Like, Jed and I laughed so fucking hard when that happened. <laughs> I was like, that's like some cartoon shit of, like, the horse and the buggy going off the fucking ravine, waiting there a second, and then being like, fucking. <laughs> like in Family Guy. Yeah, like, any of that shit, dude. It was a fucking O'Doyle rules situation. <laughs> <laughs> Doyle rules. God. All right. Um, did the opening scene hook you in? Yeah, it was so sad. That poor little vampire yes. was yeah. killing herself. We didn't know who that was, though, right? Like, she was just no, some random not. girl. Like, it was just some random girl. Writing her suicide note. and then Yeah, it was pretty fucked. Um, but that was solid. I mean, like, because you're just like, okay, vampire killed herself what's going on here and then yeah that's what's going on (laughs) she's self-hating uh (laughs) no let's see we have most attractive character sam neil's daughter she was cute i mean ethan hawk's obviously a handsome man she was in transformers avenge the fallen she was that uh decepticon chick she was the terminatrix yep oh okay I like uh, the girl, the main girl that we see. What's Audrey? Is it Audrey? No, I can't remember. Yeah, Audrey. Yeah, I'll go with her. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get the girl. Actually, the, you know the girl at the coffee shop was rather cute too. Boom! That's exactly. Oh, she, I was going. Say, yeah, you're. Ooh, you're. You, you she know had like that fifties cute waitress look. You know something? I'm changing mine to that. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Holy shit! No, I yeah, I dig that aesthetic <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I gotta say, man, like I think Scoops for, fell asleep there. No. no, he's on his phone. <laughs> I'm texting right now. Sorry, guys. No, you're good. I you guys are looking down. You literally look like you were asleep to me. He's like, oh. I mean, dude, oh, guys, I love William Defoe, and he always steals the show. I am a grandpa, like so you know. That's true. That is true. I forgot you're Alrighty. Um, you're a grandpappy. So, did the score set the mood? 
Yeah. I honestly yeah. do not remember the score at all. It's not memorable, but it's not awful. I feel like it's just kind of like some futuristic tempo shit to keep it going with that vibe. So it works. I mean, I never felt like I was distracted by it or anything. So, or it didn't feel like it was was ever out of place. Right. So, okay. Best song? I don't know if we ever had one. Willem Dafoe saying the <laughs> burning love. Burning love. So, so yeah, Elvis at that time. There you go. Okay. Love. Fucking a. Um, favorite character. Elvis. William Elvis. Dafoe. Come on. William Dafoe. He's great. I'm actually going with uh, Ethan Hawke. We're the guys with the crossbows. All right. Good choice as well. You know, another was a good scene was uh when his old lab partner came in and fucked him over. I liked that scene a lot. That was cool. Because like yeah, you knew that, it was kind yeah. of happened, but you weren't necessarily sure. Did they show his lab assistant before that? A few times. Yeah, they, they showed it like, in the beginning. I didn't I remember seeing it in the beginning. I just remember him saying, you know, oh, there's somebody else that can make the cure or whatever. And it showed him just out of the blue. And I thought it was. Uh... No, they showed him in the beginning before they even went to the trials. And then he was the one in the trial that he was yelling at to rush to get him that stuff to put in the IV when he was freaking all out. Right, all right. So, no, he was there like he they he was there for a couple scenes to pad that up going into that. I got you. Um, what are we on, boys? Was it uh, scary? Was eh, had a couple jump scares. It had but, jump uh, scares in it, but it wasn't really a like scary. Yeah, yeah. Once again, dystopian, dystopian sci-fi is well, kind of where I'm leaning on towards it. So, yeah, absolutely. In the bigger picture of existentialism, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. If you want to parallel it to like the way society is right now and replace vampires and humans with vaccinated and unvaccinated then yeah it's pretty scary any of it dude just fucking money versus no money like you know it could literally be anything well how bad the how bad people at the bottom are gonna get fucked versus people at the top are still like yo man i can still afford this shit so fuck out well, yeah, it's kind of like that movie in society, the society movie, which I think we have on our list. It's on our list, Bobby. Yeah. You picked. It. Bob wasn't going to put it on there. I was going to put it on there. So that's so true. Cool. Yeah, I've never seen. I, it I've, I've never seen it, and it's always one I've wanted. Oh, you, uh, yeah. Okay, just wait. All right. Does this hold up today? I would say damn well. I, yeah, yeah, I think a lot, a lot more now Very with everything so. that we've gone through. Okay, so that's a solid uh, fucking eight thumbs up. How is the acting, boys? Top really fucking good. notch. I mean, it's really good. You get a list acting in a fucking B movie. I mean, what more can you what ask? What more for? could you want? Cinematography. I feel like Brody said what he like. Pretty much, everything looked good. Even yeah. the stuff yes. that didn't look maybe necessarily as good, it fits with the overall vibe of this weird future that we're in. Yeah, so. I agree. The, the lighting, especially, was really top notch because. It wasn't too dark in the scenes, but it was dark enough that like uh, like in his apartment where you couldn't see yes. where they. You know what, though? This is the difference between good lighting and bad filtering. Yes. So yes. this movie was very blue. Not completely because any of the daytime was very yellow. Obviously. But there's so many more movies where we get that overly blue tone, but it's just filtered and it looks like shit. And this one might have had just a little bit of it, but it, I felt like it didn't 
You know what I mean? There was so much variance between the night and the daytime scenes. So you, you're saying that, and all I could think of was how overly white the last couple Harry Potter movies were. With that really stark white filter. I haven't seen the last two. And it was, um, I think it was Order of the Phoenix was when it was the worst. The one that I hated was, I don't even remember, dude. It was, it was so dark and so like bluish green. I'm like, I can't see shit. This is stupid. And it was just yeah. talking like nothing happened. I think Servius died, maybe. No. Who's his uncle? What's serious. the fucking well, serious? Yeah. Serious. Black. Uh, uh. Anyways, we're not talking here. I'm, I'm yawning way too much. I'm sorry, boys. Sorry, right, we're old. Uh, yeah. Did we enjoy yeah. the premise? Oh, yeah. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking great. Definitely. I definitely did. And I am very happy you guys did, man. Like I said, I. I felt like this was a curveball putting it on the list. So. Yes, but I'm not old. Just wanted to let you know. That's fair. Yet. You're getting there, buddy. Yet, Bobby. Was the, oh, this is your future. Was the climax satisfying? Yes. Yes, definitely. Dude, if we're talking that lobby scene of being the climax that, and like oh, Samuel yeah, dying and everybody yeah. just get fuck yeah, bro, because that was just, that scene was juicy. <laughs> it was juicy and so bad, like in the worst way, but the best way. The cleanup crew was going to be pissed the next day. Oh, they were, were going to walk in like, fuck. Now, were you boys doing the same thing I was doing as, like, you first saw this and you knew exactly how it was going to go down? Were you trying to figure, like, how many dudes are going to end up at the end that are just going to be alive? Yep. And when it came down yeah. to, like, it was a lot, mother... It was a lot less than I was expecting. Yeah, I was expecting maybe, like, five. Half. I was ten. expecting half. I was. There was three. Three. There was, like, 50 That's, motherfuckers yeah. there. <laughs> but, the, but then I was also just, like, how the fuck are they going to clean this shit up? That's a lot. You're, you're not. <laughs> Set fire we're just going to close this building off. Yep. You know yeah, what? Just, burn just it down. Burn it, burn it, just down. Burn it down. All right. So well, let's uh, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. I'm going to rewind this. And I'm all, yeah, I'm I, I want to reboot. I want a prequel. I want, yeah. I want this fleshed out. Yes. Oh. Rewind and reboot. I don't even know if that would be a reboot, honestly, at that point, right? If it's just prequel in it? Could be. At that point. Yeah, so, pretty much. You but if you prequel it, that gives you license to continue oh, absolutely. the after story. So. Yeah. Like I said, man, you still got 10, 11 years of bullshit you could play with up yeah. until this movie. And then there's your second miniseries. The after effect of now the cures out there. And this is what, yeah. Oh yeah, you can, even, you can even pull like what Walking Dead's doing, where you have the it's still set in the same universe, just different cities. Yep. Yeah, that'd be every season could be a different story to tell mm -hmm. until yeah. you finally get everything together for one final season. Would it turn into Stakeland? I feel like it would turn into Stakeland. Maybe not. Well, I think bef I think in the prequel, it could have been Stakeland at first. I think until the they started organizing yeah. to get society back. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a bit more zombie esque. With like, I just feel vampires just running them up until they're smart enough to lose control. Because obviously, we're not talking like old school, like Blade vampires, where these have existed for thousands upon thousands. Like, this is just. Across the board, fucking mutation. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's rate this bitch. Rody started us off with a three point eight. Bob, 
What do you got for us, homie? Um, you know something? I honestly, I'm actually just gonna agree with Brody on this one because yeah, it's a it's a solid B movie. Three point eight could have been fleshed out a little more. Yeah, three point eight actually seems pretty fair. Alrighty, see what? Same. Three point eight. Chad, daddy. I'll take it up a little bit and give it an even four. All right, and I'm gonna ride the Chad Daddy train because I was going for as well. Keep it easy enough. No decimals. All right, let's divide that bitch by five. That's a three point eight eight. So three point nine. Nice, Ooh, right in the middle. Extremely, yep, extremely fair score. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I hope glad. Like I said, glad you boys enjoyed it. Chad and Bob for your first time and Scoob. Yeah, for your no, certainly, absolutely. Repopping of it. Um. <clears throat> And for everybody else who maybe didn't or did watch it for the first time, hope you guys enjoyed this. Chad Daddy, what are we covering next week, homie? Next week, we're going back to camp for a little taste of that new blood. Oh, shit. We're doing part seven? Damn, it feels like we just did part six. We are finally getting into the Kane Hodder Jasons. Wow. We are. The pull-away kills. He's, he's right there because the right MP the corner, because right. the MP double decided to be a douchebag with this movie. Boy, did they ever! Fucking right, dude. Oh God, yes. Awesome. Well, I'm, that makes me excited because I'll definitely have a lot of shit to talk about that movie. Uh, gentlemen, anything nerdy to talk about? Well, we can continue on the talk uh, with Friday the Thirteenth. They revealed today at uh, Gun Media. Hold on, let me pull that up. Yeah, they're, buddy. They're basically unlocking everything but everything. Jason in this game now. Except for Savini Jason. That's what I said. Except for Savini yep. Jason. So they're they're leveling everybody up to 150, giving all the good perks, removing all the negative ones, which is weird. But wait, what? Yeah, they're getting rid of all the negative perks. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna re-download that game now. Just to Okay, so here's what they say. Yeah. So they're giving giving everybody 30 legendary perks, awarded to all. It's the most popular perks, no negative effects, and all the best rules possible. All players are level 150. All kills are unlocked. All challenging, all challenge skulls are unlocked. Uh, no uh, experience points or character points earned, and no matchmaking functionality lost. So, you know yes. what? Now I just want to play it. Yeah, because it can. I'm downloading it literally right <laughs> now. I'm doing it on the Switch as we speak right to my now. Steam. See, I don't have it on Steam. I have it on Xbox. God damn it! I have it on. PlayStation. It's five dollars. But that one wasn't that wasn't crossplay, was it? I don't think that ever. No, I don't think it's crossplay. No, I don't believe it did. Yo. So here's an old game that I haven't played in a hot fucking minute, but I'll dust off for sure. Uh supposedly Phasmophobia is gonna be coming to consoles soon. Really? And that makes me very happy so I can play with my console homies now. Nice. Because nice. And that game I haven't played in a minute, but they have definitely done some like super fucking updating on that I shit, dude. A, I have not played it since the last time we played it. Yeah, together. dude, it, and it's got a lot bigger now, a lot more ghosts and a lot more shit, dude. More places to check out, dude. I haven't been keeping up with my Ghostbusters either. That's right, man. I've been literally just grinding MK so hard until September, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta play TV. Ghostbusters uh, soon again. It's been a minute. Let's see. What else do we got? Anything else nerdy? I'm I really don't. I, I actually had nothing. I haven't been on my phone all weekend, so I unfortunately haven't really been scoping too much shit. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of any other games or anything coming out. Um, I 
think the new Mario Kart, though, one of the last booster packs is going to be dropping pretty soon. I think maybe at the end of this month. Don't quote me on that. I'm trying to, I thought I saw that on Nintendo Direct. So wait, does uh, that mean we get Uber Jason in this game now? Because I know they did do it. No. No. You if you have if you have it on computer if you have the PC fucking... version you can get the mods that'll give you Uber Freddy versus Jason Jason O nine Jason and Ghost Jason. God damn it! So <laughs> thank uh, you, Steam. Yeah, right. Let's see. All right. Well, I guess if that's it, boys. Yeah, that's we'll all fucking, I got. Uh, we'll fucking cap her off. So next week. Fucking going back to the woods, back to the cabins, Friday thirteenth, part seven. This this Love is it. one of our leaner episodes in a long time. We're sitting in an hour and forty minutes. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Next week's gonna be two and a half hours, well, dude. You know what? Remember when they used to be shorter? Yeah, they used to be forty five minutes. So mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it, before we even get to discussion though, we have like thirty minutes of shit before we even get to our actual like general discussion. This is true, we do. Yep. You know. If we want to get rid of that, we can. I like, the- and that's because we cut out the fucking trailers and shit too. Yeah, but that's a good three. No, I, right I like our slice of life. I like keeping it. No, we do. Yeah, just fuck for- yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wish I had more nerdy shit, but unfortunately, I don't. All I know, oh, you know what? This isn't anything confirmed. This is just Big Johnny D's hot takes. So, I've been following everybody on Instagram for the new MK movie. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with Brody on this shit. So the dude who's playing Shao Kahn has been posting shit like a motherfucker, dude. Like oh, he's really? super excited about this role. Like he is just like he's like the one that posts the most. And I'm like That makes me really happy that he's that excited to be playing the villain of this movie. That right. he may not even be the main villain. He may just be like a background villain set up to be the main villain in the next Nope. Movie. I'm calling this is gonna be tournament. And we're gonna get fucking Shang Tsung's death at the end because Liu Kang is looking swole as fuck now. Yeah, he well when you sent that picture, Bro. I don't think I ever dude, yes. He got I am, he put some muscle on. He mm-hmm. got jacked. And I'm like, yo, man, he looks like straight up like Robin Shaw built fucking up. Maybe even more mm-hmm. actually built. Um I think we're gonna get Khan in this one because he's put up a lot of productions where uh he took a picture with the dude who's playing King Jared, and then he took a picture with the chick who's playing Katana. So I think we're gonna get some like prequel stuff. And we'll get like Shao Kahn killing off Jared. And all this other shit, you know what I mean? But we won't actually get him fighting until the next one, uh, right? That's, that's, how, what, that's what I'm what hoping I, for. That's what I'm get. That's what I'm guessing or hoping, also hoping for. So like, we'll get Shang Tsung get killed in this one, obviously getting redemption for fucking Kung Lao in the first one, all that good shebang. Everybody has posted shit, even uh, Joe Solemn, who played Sub Zero, right? Like everybody's posted stuff. From the thing, except the dude who's played Cole Young has not posted shit about anything yet. <laughs> Carl Urban hasn't really, but he posted, if you look like five weeks ago, he posted his new haircut. So it was like that was already like the the nod to like, oh, okay, that's where we're going with. And he like I think he shaved his beard. Like that was like a big reveal. But I don't know, man. I'm hoping they kill off Cole. I think maybe they just uh, they, he, they haven't done anything with him, and everybody else has been uh, in production so far. He's so. completely story. Yeah. Either that or just completely sidelined. I'm like, you can keep him there, but, you know, just like, meh. Go to the back. Just kill him off. Just get rid of it's him. Mortal Kombat, dude. 
Somebody's got to die. It's everybody's got to die. I mean, they did that in the OG one, but, you know, they did that with a side uh, character. Oh, oh, Goro that, come back that's, and that's what we can mention. It, it wasn't, we didn't get a chance to talk about, but uh, my uh, youngest daughter's favorite character was announced. Bob Rocka. Bob yeah, Rocka. dude. Which, uh, the dude who's playing him, he's pretty fucking smell. I haven't seen him in anything, and he hasn't been in much, but. I didn't even see that they revealed who was playing him. I just saw it. It's on the IMDb. If you go there, you can scope it out. I'm calling it out, man. I think that's where we're going to get our nut punch. Because because Lawson is not on the IMDb list for Kano. So I don't know if we're going to get Kano in this one. But it doesn't mean if we don't get a third one, we still couldn't get him back in a third one. Well, potentially. uh, I was going to say he wasn't really in the second game, but this is going to be probably more based based on the first game, I would assume anyway. Yeah, seeing his first tournament. Yeah. But obviously, you know, rules, different rules aside and different realities aside, all that shit. But yeah, man. So, like I said, I've been fucking following that shit like nuts. The fact that the dude who's playing Shao Kahn is literally just posting shit every single day, like, yo, man, 3 a.m. shoot. And I'm just <laughs> like, dude, I'm so glad this dude's excited about it because he's like a little kid at Christmas. This is great. I yeah. just. Th- that that really pumped, makes me happy to be like, yeah, he, he's happy to be making something good. Why did Bob just suddenly get really loud there? I don't know. Well, I think it's also picking up the AC. So I think uh, it was. Sorry, uh, it started getting warm in here. I had to turn it on. Oh, you're fine, bud. Yeah, you're fine. We're at the end anyway. It's the noise so. suppression. It happens. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's all I have to fucking say, dude. Yeah, I don't have much either. That's all it. All right. Part seven next week. I'm excited. Get your fucking popcorn. Get your fucking psychic shit going. You know what? I'm very interested to see who we're gonna, uh, who uh, hottest character is gonna take. That's gonna be a tough one. Not really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cuties in seven. There is. Because I mean, yes, dude. There's always the redhead with her titties, and she's always mm. top notch. And like, I would never. But then there's also the cute nerdy girl, man. And honestly, like, she's yummy as fuck too. It's not bad. I, 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 you know what? She remind, she reminded me of a live action Irma. From fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that's why huh. I was about it. Yeah, I that's why yeah. I was about that shit too. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. alrighty. Well, everybody, you guys enjoy your weeks. We'll do our shout outs here. Bob, you want to start us off? This is your Kalimichi Bobby Moon saying we'll see you next week for Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, and also Happy Fourth of July. Be safe and blow shit up. Yeah. Oh. This is your host for the Ghost Prince of Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cobra, saying. Happy Fourth of July. See you next week. This is your dark wood of knowledge, your Chad Daddy saying, don't forget to leave out milk and cookies for Captain America tonight. Happy birthday, America. Is it Captain America or is it Randy Savage? Because I would rather have Randy Savage. <laughs> it's Captain America. Oh, I got you for three minutes, man. <laughs> uh, and I'm your fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D saying, adios, gorehounds. Once again, thank you for joining us. You can share as much as you possibly can. Yes. We appreciate it. We love you, and remember, last but not least, stay fresh, cheese bags. Cup of coffee in the morning. Cup of coffee. Coffee. Yeah.